Is this copyright? Because if it is, we're going to be in trouble, boys. But my God, is it worth it? All righty. Praise God. God bless Mr. El-Bashar. I believe he is a doctor. Frankly, I just thought, you know, today we needed some hardcore, absolutely hardcore introductory music. And boy, did we have it. Praise God. All righty, chaps. What a time to be alive. Andrew, a welcome fun, sir. Frankly, top of whatever time zone you are in to you. It's been a great week. It's been a great week back. We're back. We're building back better, frankly, fine gentlemen. A lot of high energy. Just a lot of absolute hype. Drongo, <laughs> good time zone to you, fine sir. So I thought we'd have a, I thought we'd have a, a wonderful fatwa Friday. Uh, the, uh, the topic for today's fatwa will be the prohibition against purity spiraling. You know, we, we've spoken uh, quite in depth uh, the last couple of days about being at war. Uh, World War Three uh, is upon us. Welcome. Uh, you are belligerents. Um, the, uh, the financial elites uh, and their proxy warriors, the Leninists and clowns in our institutions. Again, mandatory, <laughs> mandatory boog disclaimer. Uh, our war is not against flesh and blood. It's not against normies. Uh, do not go to state capitals. Do not wear hula shirts. I mean, hula shirts are fine. That's fine. But to go to a state capital in a hula shirt is, you know, it's unwise, chaps. I mean, let's be honest here. Our war, our boog is against clowns in institutional high places. We are to build institutions. We are to leave the institutions of our enemies. That is our boog. So all of that being said, one of the biggest absolute spanner in our own uh, works, wrench in the works, whatever you want to call it, wrench in the gears, uh, is purity spiraling. It is a symptom of libertarianism, believe it or not. Yes, believe it or not. Libertarianism is individualism, it's, you know, it's, it's the fruit of classic liberalism where, whereby the individual is chief. The individual sits on the throne. You know, it's the, the Christocentric worldview is Christ sits on the throne. W. Laser, welcome, fine sir. Christ sits on the throne of our life. That is what makes us Christians, Christians. We believe that God is God. I am not. Tenement worldview is that either God doesn't exist, or if he does exist, I am still God of me. I sit on my own throne, and God can have a few other boxes out there. Now, how do I attach this to purity spiraling? 
Because if you are God, you can smite people for not worshiping you. You know, this thing of, you know, what is purity spiraling? Purity spiraling is when a bunch of you are doing something together, you know, so there has to be some form of tribe, there has to be some form of organization, some form of institution, some form of groupness, teamliness. We are doing something together, right? So for instance, five of us are on a live stream together. We are doing something together, right? Now, if I find out that one of us is a filthy, I have to pick my words carefully here. I was going to say a filthy bogan, but there are many filthy bogans. I, well, no, this is, this is, here we go. Bogans, welcome, welcome, bogans. If I find out that one of us is a filthy bogan, I'm like, hey, we cannot have filthy bogans on this, in this group. No filthy bogans. And I'm purity spiraling. I am, I have, I've got a problem as God. I, as God of my life, God of this channel, have got a problem with bogans because bogans don't, uh, fit my, what I believe is the most important things. And so we cut the bogans out, you know, and that's fine. It's good to have exclusivity. It's good to, it's good to have values and things like that. But when the bogans were on our team and the bogans were fighting the same guys we're fighting and the bogans actually bring a whole bunch of value, it's like, that was stupid. You've now just, you've now just limited your own ability to receive the bogan's gift. You know, these bogans have a gift. The bogans have something to give. But because they're bogans, uh, I will not receive their gift, nor will I be seen giving my gift next to a bogan. You know, it's bloody bogans. And so the essence of purity spiraling is to kick people out of your group because they don't do what you want them to do. And the, the, the most prevalent place we see this is in ministry, the ministry domain, and in politics, you know, the government, the governing government mental domain. So where this comes from is a, in a church, it is good. You know, we always say this, it's good to purity spiral if you're a pastor. If you're a pastor, you're like, and to a certain extent, please understand what I'm saying here. I'm, we're processing through some things here. It's good for a pastor to be like, here's where I stand on this issue, this issue, this issue, this issue, this issue. In order to come into this uh, church, this group, this hierarchy, you, you don't have to agree with all of these um, standards or, or values, but you do have to know that this is, this is my standards and values as the leader. And so you can be like, yeah, I, you know, I like your guys' stance on mandates. I like your guys' stance on traditional uh, roles. I like your guys' stance on uh, dominion, all this kind of stuff. So it's like the fact that you, you ha you're a cessationist or a baby baptizer or a tongue speaker or a suit wearer or a snake handler or, you know, any of these crazy things that we could all spiral over, that we could be like, I hate you. I'm never coming to your church again. Or like, I hate you. Get out of my church. All of the stuff we can hold space for because there are higher values. So I think maybe this is what we're getting to with purity spiraling. What are your higher values? 
And what we see so much with libertarians, with Christians, is that we purity spiral over minor values rather than major values. Okay, this is good. See, this is good. We're, we're getting somewhere here. Major values and minor values. So it's good to purity spiral over major values, right? So over major values, like who are our enemies? What are to be done about our enemies? You know, that's like, you know, if a bunch of bogans pitched up and be like, oh, our enemies, our enemies uh, is China. Bloody Chinese. It's China. I was like, okay, like maybe, like, uh, you know, maybe, maybe we should put up some boundaries against them. And then they're like, no, mate, we're driving our bloody boat right up the Yangtze River and we're going to bloody go and show those chinks who's boss. You know, we're going to bloody just go rip up the tan. You know, that's what we're all, mate. And then we're like, yeah, I don't know, buddy. You know, like, yeah, good luck to you. And we've, and we've parted ways, right? Because, you know, that is a major value of like, no, I'm not going to go die on the Yangtze River with a bunch of bogans, as fun as it may well be. I hear bogans are very fun, but nonetheless, you know. So I think one of the, one of the issues we have, especially in American politics, well, not just American politics, Western Anglosphere politics, right? All of us white boys, whatever country you may be in, we struggle in our politics with number one, defining the enemy. And number two, uh, agree. So number one, agreeing on an enemy, and number two, agreeing what is to be done with that enemy. So what we have with the left, uh, it's very easy in in the West in the Anglosphere world. The enemy, the common enemy for the left, are white, patriarchal Christian families. Right. That that is that's the common enemy of like the the corporatists. Yep. The Leninists. Yep. The deviants. Yep. The Satanists, yep. The individualists, yep. The libertarians, yep. The, you know, pretty much any big group can come under the big tent of like, hey, one enemy, white, patriarchal, Christian families. And they all come together over that enemy. Now, now, what is to be done about that enemy? You know, you have the Satanists saying we should kill babies. And, uh, you know, some of the other groups are like, ooh, no, I wouldn't do that. But I'm okay with, you know, so they don't punch left, right? They don't punch the guys who are more extreme than them. You know, so for instance, with those bogans of like, uh, we're going to sell, uh, mate, to, what's my Australian? Oh, bloody bogan. Oh, we're going to bloody uh, sail right up the Yangtze River and bloody oh, rip out the tan. It's like, okay, you can go do that. I'm not going to punch you. I'm not going to punch right because the guy's more extreme than me. I'm not going to be like, oh, I disavow. I disavow the bogans. You know, it's like, what? It's like, dude, bogans are the bogans. They're their own dudes. Let them go do what they want to do. Do I think it's stupid? Yeah, I think it's stupid. But, you know, they make me look really good because I can be like, now look, chaps, I don't think we should sail up the Yangtze River in gunboats. I think we should just have a 1,000% import tariff on anything not made uh, in our country. And I also believe that we should have um, protectionist uh, trade policies over our industry. And everyone would be like, that's oh, pretty sensible. It's pretty sensible. And the window slides. But the Bogans were very useful in that window. But if instead, when the Bogans had gone up the river and these guys on the left of us were like, do you disavow the Bogans? And we're like, oh, we disavow the Bogans. We disavow the Bogans. And it's like the window doesn't change because the window actually drifts leftward because they become even further more un unapproved and unwelcome to all of this kind of stuff. Ryan Taylor, welcome, brother. W Laser, 
Uh, but shouldn't certain issues be non-negotiable like abortion? Yeah, of course. And that's why I'm saying, you know, the, these, the, the greater values and the lesser values, right? So, so this is a great, a great one to, to, to launch on. Let's say, you know, cause who are our enemies? Our enemies are corporatists and they're clowns in institutional high places. So that's a, that's an enemy. A lot of people can agree on that enemy. Now, what is to be done with that enemy? You know, and, and you're gonna have you're gonna have a lot of guys who are like, uh, we've got to go and bloody yeah, that those clinics. Let me tell you, we're gonna we're gonna do some things at the clinics. And again, you know, you can be like, look, chaps, you know, you go do what you want to do. You know, it's the same with it's the same with uh, what what was it, January sixth or whatever, of like going to the Capitol of like, look, chaps, you can go do what you want to do. I'm not gonna punch. I'm not gonna punch right. But I, you know. I also don't have to disavow you. I don't have to be like, I I disavow the January 6th people. It's like, I just think they were stupid, but I don't have to disavow them. I'm like, no. Like, in fact, you know, I, I'm, I'm actually kind of impressed. I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> you know, and it's like, so I think this whole thing, we have to get to the point of, under, so here's the problem with purity spiraling in the church of like, ooh, someone drinks alcohol. And it's like, if he comes to your church, that means everyone at your church is complicit in him drinking alcohol. And it's like, and then they're all like, oh no, don't associate, don't associate with him. And it's like, you know, we get to this place and it's fine, you know, in a church, in a church setting of like, yeah, you know, there are things that are minor, minor values and things that are major values. You know, it's a difference between a sin and a taboo, right? You know, a lot of people would be like, oh, but Scott, drinking is a sin. And then other guys would be like, well, drinking's a taboo. And then other guys are like, there's nothing wrong with drinking. And then other guys go and ruin their lives drinking. It's like, there's a gradation. There's a scale, right? But we are so afraid. We're so petrified of touching the leper, of touching the taboo man or touching the sinner. And so what I really want to uh, kind of frame for us is where we're at in the scale of our success. You know, if you are in the palace, if you are ascendant, if you have power, you can purity spiral at will. You know, you can execute and cut heads and chop guys and, and eject guys, you know, for the trivial, most trivial little things. You know, this is where a lot of, of kind of conservatives get, get a bit uh, anxious. You know, they're like, oh, when we get in power, I could never, you know, uh, shut down Google. I could never uh, deport uh, the illegals like that, you know, oh, I, you know, and they don't have the stomach for it. Right. And whereas like, no, that's actually, you know, because they, they're like, we're becoming the left, you know, the left do those things. We don't. And it's like, no, the left has power. So of course they're going to purity spiral. They have power. They can cut out whoever they want. So when we get power, we need to cut out. We need to, to purity spiral when you're in power right now, we are David in the desert taking any man you can get, you know, it's like 400 outcasts. It wasn't 400 mighty men. It wasn't 400 absolute giga chads coming out to the desert to be like, take us uh, to paradise. Fine, sir. We are ready to grow. We're ready to grind. Let's go. I was like, no, it was like outcasts. It's like dude, dudes who, who no one else wants, you know, dudes who had been purity spiraled by the culture. Jesus, when he's building, his his group of guys he's like drink drink my blood eat my flesh and dudes are like what? what and they leave him you know everyone's like this guy's a madman 
you know, a bloody cult. This is a cult, let me tell you. And he turns to his top guys and he's like, are you going to leave too? And they're like, where would we go? And he's like, great, now we can do work. Because we've got, you know, we've got, we've got, we've got our, our bunch of ride or die guys and we're going to go and, and do stuff. You know, and, and he says to to the religious dudes, because the religious dudes are like, oh, uh, uh, basically like saying that, you know, Jesus, they needed wanting to try and purity spiral Jesus. And he basically says to them, he's like, chaps, you know, if I come eating and drinking, you say I'm a sinner. If John the Baptist comes not eating and not drinking, you say he's a sinner. You're just looking for a reason to not, you're just looking for a reason to discount what our mission is, what our argument is, what our frame is. You just want to discount our frame. You'll find anything for it. And so herein is the inherent problem in in purity spiraling on the right is that the left will do anything to discount people on the right's frame. They'll do anything. They'll lie. They'll accuse. They'll uh, dox. They'll cancel. They'll cheat. They'll steal. They'll threaten. They'll kill. They'll do anything. And so all of us here in this kind of more rightward frame are like, okay, please don't do it. I'll punch right too. Because they, they come to you and they're like, do you disavow the Bogans? Because if you don't, we'll get you fired. And it's like, I disavow. And it's like, you know, you've it's that whole thing of like, one cannot be, uh, one cannot be not racist. You have to be actively anti-racist. Like if you're not actively anti-racist, you're actually still racist. And it's like, what? You know, it's like, okay, now you have to go after, you know, the nationalists. You have to go after the tribalists. And it's like, you know, they, this thing of like, when you're in power, you can purity spiral downwards. And so, so one of the biggest issues for us right now in our kind of right diaspora, our kind of patriarchal dominionist bunch of dudes is this, this desire to purity spiral guys who would be adjacent to us, guys who are walking in the same direction as us, guys who have the same enemy as us. And because they have different lifestyle, different method, a different smell, a different look, we, we publicly disavow them. And it's like, yeah, guys, we need to, we need to sort that out, you know? So it's okay to, 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 it's okay to protect your own position by saying like, Oh, don't know them. You know, if someone comes and says, do you, dis- do you disavow the Bogans? You're like, twit the Bogans. And it's like, yeah, they, they, they are their own men. They do what they do what they want to do. I don't care. But, but you're complicit. And it's like, no, like I do what I want to do. They do what they want to do. And this, this huge issue right now is like guys will, guys are like, especially in the priestly domain, you know, they're all, they're all purity spiraling. It's like, chaps, we're not building a church. You know, ministry guys are building a church. Carry on, go in purity spiral, build your church. But for the rest of us who are building tribe, who are building civilization, who are building Christendom, who are building institutional in-group preference and power. It's like, chaps, we take who we can get, you know, if the bloody Bogans are doing stuff, it's like, let the Bogans go do stuff. We don't, we don't punch right. You know, we don't punch people who are going in the same direction as us, you know, and again, bus stop theology down the road. You know, if the Bogans are all like, oh, we believe in abortion, mate, <laughs> you know, we should bloody, uh, bloody abort, uh, abort everything. But, you know, and it's like, okay, now we get off the bus together. I'm like, but it's only once you get in power. It's only once you get into power that you, you're now like, okay, chaps, we're done. Like we, we, we're not traveling together anymore. Thank you. It was, it was great fun. But therein, therein lies the great secret of manly friendships, you know, masculine spaces of like, oh, we're playing sport together. We're fighting together. We're, we're building projects together. Now you can talk honestly about it. Like, hey, you know, why do you believe that? And it's like, oh, I believe it this. And it's like, 
look, this isn't this isn't important to what we're doing. Like, neither of us are running an abortion mill, right? No, 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 neither of us are running an abortion mill. Okay, well then, like, let's carry on. Like, if the guy was running an abortion mill, then you're like, oh, okay, whoa, like some stuff's going on here. But if the guy just thinks that abortion's okay, and uh, you know, you're like, yeah, this is bloody, this is bloody devil stuff here. And it's like that's fine, it is devil stuff. But it doesn't matter either way because you don't have power. You don't have power over him. You don't have power over your over your enemy who's running abortion mills. You know, so so to now purity spiral on this bogan because he's like he couldn't care less about abortion. You're you're losing out on allies. You're losing out on institutional power going forward, and it's like we're going to be fighting a long time alongside each other. We're going to be building a long time alongside each other. And it's like, you know, this is where we present as men, our beliefs and our cases, you know, it literally is this thing of like, when you're building with guys, cause this is really where it gets really fun, you know? So like I've said, I've come from like a Pentecostal charismatic background. That's the church I was saved into. And I've got a bunch of mates who are like cessationists. And it's like, we can like literally have awesome conversations, ripping each other off. And we're not, we're not offended because it's like, yeah, that's pretty funny because I'm secure, you're secure. And it's like, it's literally doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter to what, like it's, we're not building a church. This is our private life stuff. And, you know, he's not saying to me like, uh, recant the manifestation of the Holy Spirit or else you don't get to uh, be my business partner or else you don't get to uh, play the game with me. You know, it's like that no one cares. You know, so there, there's just what are major values? What are minor values? What are things that like we can overlook because we're going in the same direction? You know, that's why I'm a big fan of the Mormons. You know, tons of dudes are like, but they don't believe in Jesus. And it's like, but they have huge, amazing families and social technology that we do not and that we can learn from. And their enemy is the same enemy as us. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not, I'm not going to become a Mormon. I'm not going to their church. Like, I don't care. We're fighting the same direction, you know? And then at some point, yes, we get off the bus stop, whatever. Anyway. Uh, Ryan. Well, let me finish there, W laser. So, so shouldn't certain issues be non-negotiable? Yes, completely for ourselves. We should have non-negotiables for ourselves. You know, don't, don't ruin your own conscience. Don't go against your own conscience. But it's like where other dudes are, you know, where other guys have a different conscience or a different set of non-negotiables. It's like, chaps, let's find out where we can big tent. Let's find out the overlap where we can fight enemies together. You know, if we just fight on this one issue together, you know, so for instance, tons of, of political campaigns and community organizational uh, things happen around a single issue. You know, like one issue, for instance, is like, uh, we want to, we want to uh, fire the whole school board and strike down mandates and fire the teachers unions. And, you know, like that is a, that's a single issue. So it's like, can you build a huge tent around that single issue? I bet you right now you could get like 80% of dudes being like, yeah, that's a good issue. We'll support it. And then when that issue is done, your, your relationship is done. Like, thank you. That was a nice fight. Let's, let's carry on to whatever our next single issue is. And it's possible for us to have a hundred single issues going in, in a direction and it's possible for them to have a hundred single issues going in all directions. And it's like, okay, wait, 12 of your single issues are 12 of my single issues. Okay. We're adjacent. We're allied. We can go do stuff. So it's important for us to have non-negotiables, but don't let that stop you from having allies for some things that you can get done. Ryan used to be a live in the woods alone with wife and kids type. You're speaking wisdom, sir. 
Well, thank you, Pfizer. G. Gordon Liddy knew how to fight back, and he did. I'll have to look him up. Dine, welcome. Bloody bargain. Wait a minute. Welcome, Pfizer. Uh, for your information, two guys we know from Twitter have been fired today for their posts. The currents are working on us. My goodness. Well, well, well. That is some rubber hitting the road for a lot of our guys. We need to... Uh, wait a minute. We, we, uh, I'll probably message you on Twitter. But uh, we need to talk about, uh, again, just about supporting our guys who, who are skin in the game, as it were. Um, I met up recently with a guy who was fired from a megachurch for... Uh, for a blog post and then he he uh, refused to recant and take it down like a based king and and he was fired and like praise god for the guy man like super inspiring your life changes your life changes for the better believe it or not god is a good protector and and provider and promoter jared welcome brother marcel welcome fine <laughs> just here for the ads i'll run my second advert of the of the evening i need to come up with like something that rhymes with birch gold of like don't boog or something like, or like our boog is different. Anyway, very good. Very good. All right. Let, let me, let me get to some things that we were saying here. Yeah. So, so we are not building a church. You know, I think this offends a lot of Christian boys, a lot of Christian boys, their, their frame for civilization, for worldview, for Christendom, for life is through a libertarian individual and church domain. Like, as, a, as an individual through the domain of church only. That is, that's 90% of us Protestant boys. Protestant boys are raised thinking the domain of the church is like the most important domain. It's the domain that we operate in the world in. Uh, and we operate as libertarians. We operate as individuals. And so we're getting to this place now where we are, we're, we're, we're waking up and going like, okay, Lord, we want to be, we don't want to be individuals. We want to be patriarchs and kings. And so when you become a patriarch, it's like, okay, I am alive to serve my people in my place, serve my family, serve my local area. You know, it's Abraham and David, right? It's Abraham and David mindset. So, so that's a huge change for us. And then second of all, 90% of us are not meant to be in the ministry domain, right? If you look in the Bible, the Levites were a tribe who were dedicated to ministry. They were one twelfth, right? So let's say like eight to 10% of us guys, one twelfth of us guys are going to be ministry boys. You know, you're called to pastoral ministry, worship ministry, missional, missionary work, all of that kind of stuff. Like God bless you. God bless you. Go absolutely hard. Go absolutely crush in the ministry domain because we need church, right? Church is good. Church is, is a wonderful God mandated thing that we need, right? What we don't need is the other 92% of us sitting in church, either letting our, our, just sitting in church with a dead battery or we're, we're trying to drive our mission. We're trying to drive our calling and give our gift, but we're, 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 we're bulls in a China shop, right? We're bulls with musk and freaking yeah, I just went a flipping fight. You know, it's like David out in the desert with a camp of 400 rough, absolute bulls in China shops. It's like chaps, you don't stay in the camp. Uh, hey boys, the steam's getting a bit hot. Let's go fight. Let's go get some land. Let's go fight some, some enemies. And that's how you, you know, it's the same with when, when I coach rugby in the preseason, preseason is the, it's preseason is like a bunch of women. Preseason is like, is like woman soap opera 101 for freaking six weeks straight. Why? It's a bunch of bulls who 
are are fighting for for to establish dominance and status and give their gift and be seen and be recognized with no way to do it. There's no match. There's no game day. There's no fighting, you know? And so they end up trying to fight each other and there's like, you know, little offenses. And it's like, and like, you know, you're like six weeks into like preseason and you're like, oh my gosh, is this going to be the whole season? Like what a bunch of divas. Like this is like, I can't take this anymore. And like literally on the, on the drive to game day, like it's not even, you're, you haven't even played the game yet. You haven't even arrived to warm up, but you're driving to the field. Like peace, calm, joy, energy. It's just like something changes in the air because all the bulls know they're going over the top today because all the bulls know today is when my gift gets sifted. And it, it just, from then on, the season changes. The first, boom, you know, the boys put on their boots, they're on the field, they take a hit, there's blood, there's there's adrenaline, there's a rush. And it's like, order is established. Hierarchy is established. The gift is given. There's recognition. Everything's out on the field. And after that, it's just cruising. It's plain sailing. Like the season is just a blast. And it is like, it's the same way in the church. Church is like camp. Church is camp, training camp. We don't stay in the camp for our whole life. We get out of the camp and we go fight. We go fight in the domain of, of media. We go fight in the domain of economy. We go fight in the domain of governance. And then there's peace. There's peace in the camp. We come back on a Sunday and we're not trying to take out the pastor. We come back on a Sunday and we're not trying to politic and and chicanery with all the people. And, and it's like, no, it's peace because like we're all a bunch of absolute kings achieving stuff out in our domains where God has called us to be. And so one of the one of the 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 main um, drivers behind purity spiraling is guys who are sitting in church with a with this angst of not having ever done anything, and so they see someone who is doing something, and it's like, oh, I can disqualify him. I can disqualify him and crucify him to the standard of a priest because he's not a priest. We're we're meant to be kings. We're meant to be out there as patriarchs, absolutely crushing. You know, you don't send a a, a priest to go be king. You send a king, you send a rough man. You know, you don't send a priest to go be a warrior. You send a, a, a warrior, you send a rough man, you know. The priest is meant to sanctify the king, sanctify the warrior. Pray for them, love them, lead them to the Lord. <clears throat> White boy, welcome. We was kangs. We will be kangs. We are kangs. All three kangs, time, space, continuum. Drongo, Perchbold, promo code. <laughs> Perchbold, very good. Promo code Shapiro Fish Soup. Very good, very good. Perchbold. Oh, the glory, the glory, gentlemen. Very good. So let's bring this personal. Let's bring this practical. Anytime you are tempted to purity spiral on another guy, first ask, am I doing what God has called me to do? Am I keeping good boundaries? You know, because that's another thing that guys purity spiral over. They're afraid that other guys are going to force them to do things against their conscience. You know, especially priestly boys or guys who think that they should be priests. They're like, if I, if, if anyone knows that I'm friends with Donald, they'll think that I'm, I'm doing things that Donald's doing. And it's like, no, no one thinks that. 
you know, Donald needs a padre just like the rest of us. Like if you can be a good priest and go and sanctify Donald and bless him and tell him the Lord loves him and pray for him. And, you know, just like Nathan did for David, I've like, go tell him, you know, break down the gospel to him that in a way that he understands and it's God's kindness that'll bring him to repentance. And like God wants him to crush. God wants him to crush in his domain. God wants to bless his families, as many broken families. God wants to absolutely bless his mission. And, and it's like, you know, who's telling him that? Who's the who's the padre coming alongside this rough man to tell him all of that? You know. But a lot of the time we're afraid. You know, we, we're either afraid because we aren't doing it, and you see someone who is doing it. So we need to ask ourselves the question if we get if we get tempted to purity spiral on the guy. Number one, am I doing what I should be doing? It's like, no, like, okay, stop focusing on other dudes and go do what you were called to do. You know, there's a great book that I recommend. Uh, it's pretty gay uh, title, but uh, you gentlemen should uh, read it nonetheless. It's called The Artist's Way. And this lady, this Catholic lady, <laughs> this Catholic new agey lady, but it's just phenomenal stuff. Common grace, my friends. She talks to a critic and they become a, they, they, they criticize all the people who are acting or like, I, I wanted to become a singer, but you're too afraid. And so you criticize all the people who are singers, you know? So we've got to ask that question. Am I doing what I'm supposed to do? Cause then man, when you're crushing, when you're out absolutely crushing, you don't care what other people are doing, but when you're not crushing, when you're in a shadow, when you're not doing what you know you should do, that's when you start criticizing everybody else. That's when you start talking about everybody else. That's when you, you know, all this stuff. Praise God. Alrighty, wait a minute. I nominate Scott to be the next James Bond. Well, gentlemen, it would be very, it would be a very boring James Bond. Let me tell you, my James Bond would be go to the woods and become a farmer. Then, some Russian double agent comes and cuts down my favorite tree. Then I get very angry and shoot him with my Welther PPK that is stuck down my gumboot. It's probably the, the scene. <laughs> Drongo, what? Scott's not even a black lady. But I am African, so I, I identify as a black quadriple quadriplegic lady, genderqueer Muslim. Ryan, you confused John Wick with Bond. <laughs> Killed my favorite tree. Now I want revenge. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Well, gentlemen, I praise God. Um, I hope you all have a wonderful weekend ahead. I'm going uh, going to go and uh, watch the boys play rugby tomorrow morning, so I'm very excited. Um, it's always good to it's always good to be in the male space, in the blood sports space, as it were. Very uh, very enjoyable, very energizing. Um, and then uh, <clears throat> we'll see you all uh, on Monday with some good reports. I do hope. God bless you, gentlemen, and remember. Go and absolutely crush. Don't worry about purity spiraling with the priestly boys. Praise God.